TCM podcast, all about Chinese medicine. Today we are going to talk about the shamanism in Chinese medicine, the association with the supernatural, as well as about the concept of God in ancient China, the region of Chinese religious practices. And from the very beginning, the ancient China remained directly or closely sacrificial. It is unfortunate, but ancient China was built upon sacrifice Sacrificial elements were of utmost meaning in the ancient China, very like European cultures. Ancient and medieval China followed evolution, from blood sacrifice to non-blood, represented as it is believed morally correct sacrifice, and to the ethical systems, such as Taoism and Confucianism, that evolved from it. The status of Individuals in ancient China was determined by the perceived degree of his or her association with the supernatural. In ancient China, supernatural capabilities were common to virtually all Chinese medical doctors. They all had supernatural capabilities that were all documented in medical texts. Shang Dynasty's sacrifice consisted in humans and animals and, to a lesser extent, wine and food, and as practiced later in Japan, tools, weapons, and clothing. There is clear evidence of a shamanic culture existing in early Asian civilization, and many shamanistic practices are believed to lie at the foundation of the Chinese medicine. By the 6th century BC, the link between shamans and the medical practitioners was clear. Confucius is quoted as having said that a man without persistence will never make a good shaman or a good physician. Shaman, or in Chinese, Wu, is a person who can mediate within the powers of nature. Shamans are viewed as bridges between natural and the spiritual world. Shamanism dates back to 40 to 1000 years ago and is considered to be the oldest spiritual and healing practice known to humankind. Virtually all cultures around the world evolve from shamanic cultures. Most shamans began their spiritual paths during a life-threatening illness, having started the spiritual journey and communication within the gods, spirits and ancestors, which in return later become the source of their powers. After recovering from the illness, they go through a ceremonial practice of cleansing. Archaeological excavation have found records of the shamanistic use of divination dating back to Shang Dynasty. Invention of acupuncture and moxibustion originating during clan commune period of the primitive society. The activities of humans beings appeared in China about 1,700,000 years ago. It was about 100,000 years ago that China entered the clan commune period which lasted till 4,000 years ago. In ancient literature, there are many legends about the origin of acupuncture and moxibustion such as Fu Xi's human humankind creation of the medical therapy with stone needles, and Huang Di's yellow emperor's invention of acupuncture and moxibustion. Legend of Fu Xi and Huang Di actually represent the clan commune of primitive society. 
Originally, shamans had two ways to communicate with the divine ancestors. For instance, mystical practice involving dances and trances, and the second is the method of the oracle bones, so-called the rational way. It is clear that the origins of Chinese medicine extends far into the past and lie firmly rooted somewhere in the midst of their shamanistic beliefs and practices. Archaeological evidences testify the ancient use of acupuncture. Excavations from the Stone Age reveal that cattle bones and, later, turtle shells were used for medical practice as well. These oracle bones were drilled and heated cause them to crack. It was the diviner's role to interpret their meaning or read these cracks. Medical advice was among the most prominent requests made of diviners. During the Shang Dynasty, the Chinese pictographic writing system is invented. Early character writing have developed out of the need to diagnose sicknesses and diseases. Oracle bones are pieces of bone and turtle shells that were used to divine the future for members of the royal household. It is known as capillomancy and it had purpose for the ruling class to seek spiritual guidance in affairs of house and state. Shamans had following methods of using of oracle bones. A question was carved into the oracle bone and then bone was heated via the insertion of hot metal rods into holes carving the back of it. Result of these actions produced a series of cracks of the bone. Finally, cracks would be interpreted by the shaman in the order to answer to the question at hand. The shaman's interpre interpretation of the cracks was believed to reveal the will of the ancestors. These oracles were used as an attempt to determine the outcome of illnesses and the sacrifices necessary to bring about recovery. Sacrifice was believed to be a way of sharing divine powers and ensuring longevity. Many of the pictographs and ideographs represent diseases, names and symptoms. Other characters indicate early classification of diseases by the allocation on the body. Analysis of the cranks allowed the shaman to diagnose and treat the disease. The most important cause of the disease by shamans were the curse of the ancestors to take Headache, bloated abdomen, and leg pains were only different symptoms of the same disease. It should be noted that poor harvest and misfortune of war were also considered symptoms of the same disease, curse of the ancestor. People believe that shamans hold magical powers and possess the ability to navigate along the Ling Shu spiritual power and the connections between the lower Middle Earth and the World Heaven. And the shamans was, were often called upon by the community to perform a psychodrama, make sacrifices to Shangdi or the highest lord, or act as a mediator between the populace and the spirits of the other world. Chinese medicine, and particularly acupuncture, originated from that exorcist practices with early shamans. Several important concepts related to Chinese medicine also appear to have emerged and developed during the time of the Shang such as uh, primitive understanding of the pulse, blood, and other body fluids. Additionally, the formation of the theoretical thinking of yin-yang and the five elements can be traced back to this period, and the concept of a dual soul was also developed. Every living human has both the Po, white corporal yin soul, 
or the or the animal part of the soul which remains with the bo- within the body after that, while the hun or the cloud soul, a spiritual young part of the soul, disappears into the afterlife. Primary understanding of Shen, Jing, and Qi was held by the time of the Shang Dynasty. Shen is the emotional, mental, supernatural, and spiritual aspect of human beings, whereas Jing, translated as nutritive essence, sperm or seed, is held to be responsible for growth, reproduction, redevelopment, sexual maturation, and pregnancy. Qi is a Chinese character which represents that unknowable aspect of the universe. It has function to make things grow and transform, inter-transforms into all things. And its earlier meanings seem to have been something along the lines of vitality, vapor, mist, or clouds. The meaning of Qi has changed in many ways since those early days of the Shang Dynasty. When talking about acupuncture and moxibashan, meaning of Qi is the relationship between the surface and the interior. When referring to herbs and diet, it means the flavor and function of the herbs of food. In physical manipulation, it means gait and posture. And in Qigong, it refers to the one's relationship with the rest of existence. From all having said earlier, we can clearly summarize that we can trace the origin of Chinese medicine back to the past of shamanistic beliefs and practices. Therefore, having explained such long history, Chinese medicine at the present time develops into verifying clinical practices. And uh, having said that, uh, about the concept of God in ancient China, and in particular the origin of Chinese religious practices, we should not mention that uh, in ancient China, religious practices dates back over time, actually about 7,000 years ago, long before the Confucius, Lao Tzu, and the Buddha that accepted and developed philosophical and spiritual teachings. People believed, developed, and worshipped personification of nature and concepts like wealth or fortune, which eventually developed into a religion. Such thoughts and beliefs still influence religious practices today. Evidence suggests Chinese mythological symbolism from the 12th century BC are carved into oracle bone scripts, legend of creation were passing down for over a thousand years before it was written in books such as Classic of Mountains and Seas, which goes up to 2002 BC. The first writer to record the myth of Pangu was Xu Zheng during the Three Kingdoms period, which is 220 to up to 280 AD. Pangu was the first god, creator equivalent to concept of God found in Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Pangu is creator and uh, founder of the heavens and the earth. Creation's story goes as follows. In the beginning of time, there was nothing in the universe except a formless chaos. This chaos coalesced into a black cosmic egg for about 18,000 years. Within it, Pangu was born inside of this egg and the perfectly opposite principles of yin and yang became balanced. Having been realized he was trapped within it, Pangu woke up from the egg. What is understanding about the story of Pangu is first appearance of consciousness and existence of thoughts. Pangu is usually presented as a tiny, primitive, hairy giant who has horns on his head and wears fur. 
Story continues as Pangu cracked the egg and began to push it apart, essentially splitting the yin and yang in order to produce new creations. The upper half of the shell became the, the sky above him and the lower half became the earth. To keep them disconnected, Pangu stood between them and pushed up the sky, which each day the sky grew three meters higher, the earth three meters thicker and Pangu three meters taller. This process took him 18,000 years to finish. At the same time, Pangu grew to an incredible size. During this period, the heaven continued ascending, expanding while the earth was sinking and thickening until the distance between them was as far as 90,000 kilometers. That was the condition of the universe in our eyes at present. Interestingly enough, at the present time, the Earth's circumference size is about 40,041 kilometer. When we estimate circumference size of the Earth this legend provides us with, we can get following results. As mentioned earlier, on a daily basis, Earth was growing 3 meters. When we multiply 3 meters daily growth of the Earth within one year, with cumulative is about 1.95 kilometers yearly. Finally, when we multiplied 1.95 kilometers within time zone of 18,000 years, it gives the Earth final circumference size of 35,100 kilometers. It is amazing to reach such numbers and practically such circumference size is equivalent to circumference size of the present time Earth. If we exclude for time being factors such as comets and meteors impact, which definitely contributed to the present Earth mass. It is hard to believe that legend is created by primitive people without knowing mathematics, astronomy, etc. However, let's continue the story of Pangu. Pangu, Pangu gradually weakened after he separated the heaven and earth. After the 18,000 years had elapsed, Pangu died. After he died, his body turned into all the things in the universe. His left eye became the sun and his right eye the moon. The protruded parts of his body turned out to be high mountains and his blood became rivers. His muscles became the soil field and his hair and beard became the stars on the sky and grass on the ground. His teeth and bones turned out to be iron and huge stones while the essence in he, from his body became pearls and precious jade. His breath became the wind and cloud his shot became the thunderbolt, and the sweat turned out to be the rain. Religious beliefs were found in the Yellow River Valley, which prospered between 5000 up to 3000 BC. In Bampo village situated in Shaanxi province, uh, 250 tombs were found containing grave woods, and which at the point to represent belief in life after that. It was a matrilineal culture, meaning women were dominant, so this religious figure would have been a woman based on the grave goods. Lajia village from the Qinghai province historically is often described to us as the Chinese Pompeii because it was destroyed by an earthquake. Archaeologists on the spot found evidence that the people worshipped and a supreme god who was king of many other lesser deltas as early as 2200 BC. By the time of the Shang dynasty, 
Religious beliefs recognize existence a definite king of the gods named Shangdi, and many lesser gods. Shangdi ruled over everything related to the state. Shangdi was the god of law, order, justice, and life. Shangdi organized how the universe would run, and the lives of all the people were under his constant watch. Social hierarchy and ruling dynasties were decided entirely by Shangdi. Archaeological evidence of lesser gods such as Nuwa, or the mother goddess of humankind, was found as the early Shang dynasty. In several books from 475 BC, Nuwa was described as goddess, part woman and part dragon, who molded human beings from the yellow mud of the Yellow River and blew her breath into them to bring them to life. She lived with her brother and husband, Fu Xi. She continued making people and bring them to life, but grew tired of, of it finally. She invented marriage so people could reproduce without her. Having realized that people were without skills, she asked Fu Xi to help. Fu Xi taught people hunting, fishing, and cooking as well as the Zhangjie system of writing Chinese character at least as 2000 BC. After physical need of people were satisfied, he gave them the gifts of music, writing, and divination. Niwa and Fu Xi were considered the mother and father of human being and always were called on for protection. Belief in ghosts goes back to creation of mankind by goddess Niwa. Ghosts were the spirits of diseased persons who had not been buried correctly with due honors or were still attached to the earth for other reasons. Ghosts played a very important role in Chinese religion and culture and still do. The ritual still practiced in China today known as Tomb Sweeping Day or Qingmingjie is observed to honor the dead and make sure they are happy in the afterlife. If they are not, they are told to return to haunt the living. The Chinese visit the graves of their ancestors on Tomb Sweeping Day, even if they never do at any other time of the year, to tend the graves and clean it and pay their respects. When someone died naturally or was buried with the proper honors, there was no fear of them returning as a ghost. Chinese believed that if the person had lived a good life, they went to live with the gods after the death. These spirits of one's ancestors were prayed so they could approach Shangdi with the problems and praise of those on earth. Divination became a significant part of Chinese religious beliefs and was performed by people with mystical powers, such as psychic or prophets, using oracle bones to tell one's future. These ancestors were in touch with eternal spirits, the gods, who controlled and maintained the universe. The Zhou dynasty from 1046 to 225 BC opposed ancestors, gods of the Shang dynasty, and gods of nature became dominant. The Zhou dynasty was also the beginning of China's Iron Age. The Zhou dynasty ruled with a Confucian social hierarchy. Confucianism came to popularity during the Zhou dynasty, and the kings expected their citizens to follow the rules and values of Confucianism. Buddhism arrived in China via trade through the Silk Road by priests from India. The Han Emperor Ming, from 28 to 75 AD, sent emissaries to bring Buddhist teaching to China. Buddhism quickly combined with the early folk religion and in 
incorporated ancestor worships and veneration and Buddha acid gold. Buddhism was welcomed in China and took its place along Confucianism, Taoism and the blended folk religion as a major influence on the spiritual lives of the people. An important aspect of Chinese religion is known as hygiene schools, instructed people on how to take care of themselves to live longer lives or even achieve immortality. Those schools were part of the temples or monasteries. Nowadays we can describe Chinese beliefs as a blend of Confucianism, Taoism, Buddhism and folk traditions. These four beliefs form a religious structure of Chinese culture. During the last several hundred years, Christianity and Islam were introduced in China. Religious beliefs have always been very important to the Chinese people even though the People's Republic of China originally outlawed religion in 1949. Nowadays, the People's Republic allow practicing religion and even encourage organized religion in order to stabilize negative influence in the lives of the citizens. So, in today's lecture, we mentioned the concept of God in ancient China and the origin of religious Chinese religious practices and the shamanism in Chinese medicine, the association uh, with the supernatural. And that will be all for today. Hear you next time with love and light. TCM Podcast, all about Chinese medicine.